Welcome to another true crime podcast, a How Did We Get Here production. This is yet another podcast where two unhinged adults talk about the awful stories behind the most infamous killers, wild cults, and just about anything that'll make you ask, did I remember to lock the front door? This podcast will touch on a pretty wide range of gruesome topics and is not meant for children or the faint of heart. Listen at your own risk. Welcome back to another true crime podcast. Well, I'm Nova. I'm Nani. And we're going to teach you stuff about bad people that you should not imitate. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to listen to, but please do not uh, please do not try and recreate this. Uh, I'd say yeah, leave no. it to the professionals, but you also should not listen to the professionals. Yeah, no, sometimes the professionals are not very professional. Sorry, I dropped my iPad on my computer and I probably got caught, picked up on the microphone, but that's fine. That's fine. How are you today? I'm actually pretty good. Oh, I made yeah. French toast this morning. <gasps> oh, you told me you made breakfast, but yes. you didn't tell me it was French toast. Yes, I made French toast that's... and I used maple syrup with it. It was that's like an and intense it was French breakfast. Bread. Yeah, and it was French and it was French bread. Nice. That's yeah. so different from like eggs and toast because eggs and toast you just like do the thing, but with like French toast you have to fully make a whole thing Which and is... then make a second thing to make the French toast. Yeah, and it's also wild because it is a variation of eggs and toast. <laughs> Except the shitty thing is that, like, the pan starts burning a lot faster, and you have to be kind of okay with, like, the consistency of the bread, but it's, like, a good, it's, <laughs> like, a, I know, it's, it's like really weird. Bread that, pudding. Yeah, but I love, I like bread pudding. <laughs> I don't like soggy bread. That's understandable. Oh, so then you, wait, you don't eat meat regardless, I was gonna say, you wouldn't like takoyaki. It's, like, a Japanese savory donut, and it's got octopus in it. And it's crunchy on the outside, and it's a little squishy on the inside. But when it's done right, it's like a really good symphony of textures for my ADHD brain. Okay. I will trust you on that. Yeah, because you're not going to eat it. No, I will not. But one day I'll take you to the restaurant that I had it at, and then you will you might watch me eat it. But it, they've got vegetarian options there, too. Well, we're going to talk about something else that I will never eat uh, today. Because oh. we're going to talk about another cannibal. <laughs> That's my favorite subject. Yeah. You like that transition? I do <laughs> like no, That was good. We were talking about food at a restaurant. Now we're talking about... About cannibals. Hell yeah. Uh, I feel like we've done a lot of cannibals recently. There's but nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. It's, there's cannibals to talk about, so we're going to talk about them. People don't want to talk about how relevant or prevalent cannibals are in history. Yeah. Yeah. And there's... I mean, there's an island of people that are cannibals, and then that one Christian missionary who the government said, do not go over there because they will eat you, and he was like... No, I'm going to spread the Lord's word. And <laughs> yeah. then what did they do? Yep. They ate him. Well, he got eaten for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the body of Christ. But the body of Christ. This is the oh, bread. No. Well, today we're not going to be talking about Jesus uh, or him getting eaten or something like that. We're going to be talking about a guy named Armin. I'm not going to pronounce his last name because I will butcher it because it is German. Oh, but, oh yeah, no, I wouldn't fuck with that either. If you're looking up the story, it's specifically called like the Cannibal Cafe story. Why does this sound like so quirky? Because it's a little quirky. We're going it's, to the Cannibal Cafe later, guys. Yeah, it's it's a little, it's got a vibe. It's got a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Armin was born in Germany on December 1st, 1961. Oh, so this is recent. Uh, Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, he had his mom and his dad and his dad was around 21 when his mom and his dad got married mm -hmm. and his mom was 40. So there was a huge age gap between his two Come between his parents. Yeah. 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 His dad was 21 and his mom was 40. That's. It's a big that's age sus. gap. 
So his dad was a police officer. And back then, I guess it made a, a lot of money being a police officer in Germany. Yeah. Because he was able to save up enough money to buy a 36 room, 16 square, 16,000 square foot mansion. What? Who needs that much room? I don't, because I don't know. He did have like two other siblings, like uh, two older siblings. Okay. From the mother's first marriage? I think so. Okay. So it was him and his two siblings and his parents, and they all lived in this like 36 bedroom mansion. Um, his dad was said that he like ignored him and well didn't really pay attention to Armin growing up. This is where it starts. He just yeah, like he wasn't he wasn't abusive, he was just sort of neglectful. That still counts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let me compare it. counts it. to an, exp- an extent. I'm going to compare it to his mom and you're going to see what I mean. Oh. His mom was very domineering, very manipulative. She often belittled him and talked down to him in public. What like, the fuck? Publicly, he would very, she would like announce the terrible things about him. She made him feel just lesser than anyone else. It was just like abusive. And she was just not loving at all. She, like- she was just an awful mother. Okay, guys, here's a PSA. Don't have kids if you're going to treat them like shit. <laughs> yeah. No, These are still little humans that will develop into adults that will remember this. Like, don't be an asshole to your kid if you're going to yeah. have one. You should love your kid like you love your pets. Like, this is mine. I love it so much. Yeah, don't hurt it. I. This is, you have to be nice. I feel like a lot of people that are child-free, like, acknowledge yeah, the like, fact that these are little humans that I personally don't want to be responsible to take care of, which is why you don't procreate. Yeah. Because you're like, there's a lot that goes into this that I just don't want. Yeah. I love that we've cultivated the term child-free. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, just like debt-free. Yeah. You're free of it. Yeah. Maybe one day in the future, I'll, I want ch- I will want children as of now. No. Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility. I don't have the mental capacity. Because what if I call my kid an asshole? Yeah, and then you're like, well, now that's going to affect them for the... Now I'm traumatizing my kid. Yeah. There are a lot of kids I've heard... Well, I've heard things of just like, like, there will be really bad parts of their childhood and they'll grow up and remember it, like things that happened to them from their parents. And you'll go and you'll tell your parents because to you that was a like forming moment. Yeah. But to the parents, it was just a Tuesday. No. So you tell them and they're just like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And you're like, oh, well, I remember oh, that. I remember. It was bad. Like, yeah, you might not remember it, but this is ingrained in my memory. So the mom and the dad also did not get along. Like, they often like, fought and the mom would often, like, threaten to kill the dad what and the all fuck? this sort of stuff. Yeah. And she always thought that he was cheating on her. So... She had Armin essentially to trap her husband in the marriage. Like, she already had, they already Bruh. had, like, she already had two other kids. And then she was like, oh, to trap him, I'm going to have Armin. I'm going to have To trap this kid. man that's 20 years younger than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mentioned that he had, Armin had two older siblings. Mm-hmm. Around five to six years old, Armin's siblings decided to just, like, dip the fuck out. How old were his siblings? They were, like, teenagers oh, okay. at that point, And they were just, like... They don't want to deal with the shit anymore. Like, they don't want to deal with the parents yelling all the time and, like, threatening to kill each other and the mom being abusive and the dad being... Like, they were just like, I'm done. I'm leaving. Peace out. And so they left. 
Good for them. So that left Armin to take care of the house by himself with his mom. And mostly Armin took care of the house by himself because his mom didn't do jack shit. Like his dad was at work all the time. Yeah. And the mom didn't take care of the house and she sort of ordered him around and was like, you got to do all these house tours and take care of this 36 room mansion at like seven, six and seven years old. That's what's wild about Germany and like all these European countries because mm-hmm. they'll just have these fucking massive mansions that you know are haunted as fuck. Oh, yeah. You know there's some shit in there. Oh, yeah. Because like the United States is very young compared to other countries. Mm-hmm. And so like their history spans back fucking hundreds of years. So you don't know who that fuck lived in yeah. this house, this 36 yeah, yeah, yeah. bedroom house. Yeah. There's some ghosts, there's some ghouls in there. Yeah. Some little goblins running around that are just like, hee let me just yeah. whoop. And and by like America's young, like current day America, like there were still people living in America way before Europeans came over yeah. and decided to build houses. Yeah. Like it was functioning before. But yeah. Okay. So around seven years old, Armin's dad decided to also dip the fuck out. What the fuck? And just leave. Mm-hmm. He like didn't say a word. He just got up, went into his car. And left and did not come back. There was no, I'm going to go pick up milk. There was no, I'm going I'm out for go cigarettes. Get- <laughs> I was about to say he, cigarettes. He just left. He was like, we're out of laundry detergent. <laughs> yeah. That left Armin and his mom in this mansion at, with him at seven years old. Yeah. So Armin, to sort of block out the world around him, he got really into like horror, really into like horror novels and oh, stuff. No. I saw somewhere that he enjoyed horror films as well. I'm not sure 1960s horror films were out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was into horror films as well then. He would watch these and he particularly really liked the ones, like the books and the movies about people getting eaten. Like that really brought a rise out of him. Wow. Around 10 or 11, he started fantasizing about like eating his friends and people around him. So he was like, that sort of, sort of... Like Marie didn't Con- cause it, but it definitely kindled a little something. Marie Condos does this spark joy watching <laughs> cannibalism. Mm-hmm. He also, because he was alone in this house all the time, he would fantasize about having a younger brother. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when he fantasized about this, he wanted like a good-looking younger brother that he could eat what and the then fuck? keep hit keep his brother inside of him forever. <laughs> Essentially, oh my god, yeah. Uh, he eventually started to imagine a brother named Frankie that he could talk to and listen to. Like, an imaginary friend, but an imaginary brother. And he uh-huh. would, like, talk to this entity to, like, keep himself company. So I wonder if they would, like, read books together and watch movies together. an actual ghost yeah. he was talking to. So when Armin was 19, he leaves home mm-hmm. and he goes to join uh, the West German army. Yeah. He spends about 12 years in the army. So he like oh. goes career oh, in the military. Shit. He still has the fantasies about like cannibalism, but the like strict routines and the uh, all, like all of his duties in the, as an officer kept him really busy. Yeah. And so he didn't have time to like really sit and marinate on them or act on anything like that. So it, he just sort of like put it on the back burner so we can thank the german military for like keeping this out for about 12 years <laughs> yeah, yeah he yeah. made a whole career out of this he really did shit he in the military he had made some friendships with some girls he had like tried to date a little bit mm-hmm. and they never really worked out yeah so there was a point where he was asking his friend he was like hey do you think i could be gay 
And his friend, there's an interview where his friend was like, I mean, that's that's something that you have to figure out for yourself. That's not something someone can tell you. Goes on Google. Google, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is in this in the um interview and I heard on the Bailey Sarian podcast that the friend was like, we all knew. We all were like, like everyone in his circle was like, yeah, this bitch is gay. But he just didn't figure it out yet. Okay. So everyone was just sort of like, he'll figure it out on his own. He's a little fruity. Which if he's, okay, if I start, if in my queer journey, the moment I started asking people, do you think I could be gay? It would have been so helpful for them to be like, maybe a little bit. Maybe just a smidge. Yeah. Sexuality is fluid. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's nothing to worry about. Like, don't tell me to figure it out. Just be like, yeah, we all know you're gay. Yeah. We're just waiting on you. I remember my mom asked me if I was bisexual and I was like, no, I'm just an ally. I'm just a straight ally. <laughs> yeah. But like, she was like, she the way she like side-eyed me when Iggy Azalea's work video played and I'd lose my marbles mm-hmm. at her ass. And my mom side-eyed me like, no, mm, bitch, there's nothing. That's... That is not straight. No. My little, I'm sure my little ex-boyfriend at the time, I'm sure he was like, yeah, no, that, that's not straight. Straight girls don't do that. That's straight behavior. That is not straight behavior. And then it's, and then like a year later, I, I was like, yeah, guys, I think I'm bisexual. And everyone pretends to be shocked. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> no. Me, do you think I'm straight? So in the military, Armin started to develop a drinking problem. Oh, no. So... This would result in him getting two DUIs oh. and causing him to be kicked out of the military. So, oh, yeah, that was a big issue that he had to had to deal with. So he ends up moving back. At 32 years old, he ends up moving back home with his mom. To that big-ass house? To the 32-room mansion, or 36-room mansion, I forget. 36, 32, somewhere in there. To the giant mansion with rooms. his mom. At this point, his mom is very old and sick, so he ends up having to take care of her. Like, I mean, he was sort of taking care of her as a kid, but in like a in a she's sick way, and she can't do much. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's still awful. She like kicked that bitch in retirement home. <laughs> or down some stairs. Oh, oh no! Watch her tumble. <laughs> she, she's still very demeaning. It. I found some places that she would like go out with him when he would like visit his military friends or like go to military functions or try to go on dates or things like that like she would go with him yeah it was not she was very controlling and very abusive if i'm this is the 80s 80s or 90s around like the 90s okay if i'm in the if it's the 90s and i'm a closeted gay or if i'm a a homosexual (laughs) i say as a bisexual and i have a date set up and a guy brings his crusty bitchy mom i would be so or i would be so fucking mad i would be like why the fuck would you bring her it's like what the fuck man if i were to go on a date now with a woman and she brings her ornery old ass abusive mother i'm gonna be like this bitch has to go yeah no this is a red flag this is the reddest of flags this is a get out red flag this should have been a red flag for all this child tra- childhood trauma of course he's gonna turn out to be a fucking cannibal oh yeah this like this is um ass murderer this, this is valid trauma yes. sorry isei sagawa i hope you can hear me in hell but <laughs> this is a valid trauma to go and eat people I'm just kidding. Well, it's not. You shouldn't eat people. Don't eat people. Don't do that. But well, maybe. Well, we'll. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, so, besides his mom, Armin lives a very quiet life. Yeah. 
And he even gets a job fixing computer screens and oh. ATMs. Like, he, he becomes, like, a computer technician. And he does pretty well. He enjoys doing that. He, his neighbors said that he's very quiet. They like having him around. And he just kind of liked to fix up classic cars in his free time. So, at this point, the internet begins to become all the craze. Oh, no. You know, all the kids are doing it nowadays. And so he decides that he, since he's into computers and stuff, he's like, let me see what this whole internet thing is about. Oh, and so God. he just starts doing some Googling and some goggling and Google goggling. <laughs> and he finds out that there are like these cannibal websites that he can go on. And back then, so back when the internet existed for this, it was the wild, wild west yes, of internet. The so, dial up. Yes, it was dial up. This wasn't like like Facebook or yeah. like a website. They were like online forums where you yeah. could like age sex post location. Stuff. Yeah, you could post stuff and like sort of communicate with people. I was not allowed on the internet at this time, I think because I was a baby. But <laughs> yeah, I wasn't on chat rooms or anything. My parents very much made sure yeah. I didn't even get a Facebook till I was like 13. Yeah, I think I was like 14 or 15. But I have friends that have been on the internet like for a long time That's and they so remember wild the Wild West and I'm like it sounds wild. It, it sounds, sounds so scary. That's and people like kids will just give out their would give out their information like so easily. Yeah. And yeah. kids are doing that now again too. And I'm like but- so the difference between now is there are people monitoring the internet. Yes, thankfully. Back then ish. there was no yeah, ish. There was no one watching. There was no one like like making sure people weren't posting stuff that was dangerous or that was, they were committing a crime or whatever. If like no one was nineties, no one knows what's yeah. going on. So everyone was just sort of doing their own thing. And he was able to find these websites where people would essentially like role play cannibalizing or wanting to be cannibalized. On these forums. So he, like, he, and one of these, oh, Lord, I can talk. One of these was uh, called, like, the Cannibal Cafe. It was one of these online forums. And this is also where people would role play about wanting to be cannibalized or wanting to cannibalize people. And they would talk back and forth and be like, ooh, yeah. I want to be eaten. You're going to eat my leg and blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. He, at this point, felt he felt like he wasn't alone with these thoughts he was like okay i'm not the only one that has these thoughts i'm not the only one who fantasizes about this so he started to post on these forums as well and like sort of communicate with people on these things Mm -hmm. so while he was doing this he would essentially find himself taking like he would get dolls, like Barbie dolls, and he would pretend to, like, dismember them and, like, put blood, like, use ketchup as, like, blood. And he would also, like, go down to a meat, sh- like, a meat shop, local meat shop, and he would buy meat. And then he would take it back home and he'd, like, shape it into body parts and make it look like body parts. And he would, like, take pictures and post them on this forum and be like, I killed a person and I eat them. And everyone on the forum was like, oh my god, I can't believe you did that. But not in, like, a bad way. They were like... That's so cool. A, oh my god. Yeah, in, like, a, oh my god, you're fulfilling our fantasy sort of way. What the fuck? So, this is... I don't know how well he made these actually look like people, but I guess it was enough for people to, like, believe that he was actually eating people. Like, he got a little bit famous, like, online famous back when, before so online fame he was, like, existed. an influencer for yeah, cannibals. Yeah, he, he was a cannibal influencer at this point. Except he wasn't making money off of it. So he would post them on this website, and he would also take little videos and stuff and post it on the website. 
and he would brag that he's like grainy pixelated (laughs) videos maybe that's why people believed him (laughs) the quality was awful yeah 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 on september 2nd 1999 armin ends up coming home from work Mm -hmm. he takes off his work jacket or whatever puts down his stuff you know does a little relaxing and he goes upstairs checking his mom only to find his mom dead Uh in her bed so she had just like died of natural co- of old age of hatred. She died of hatred. Yeah. He finds his mom dead, and instead of being sad and being like, "Oh no, my mom's dead," he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna make a ding, cannibal room." <laughs> ding dong, the the bitch is dead. Yep, yep. He was like, "This is my time. This is my moment." So he took decided to take one of the bed one of the rooms in this giant mansion yeah. and turn it into sort of a slaughter room. Uh, so he ended up using like mattresses as soundproofing and he had a table like a big metal table in the middle with like like a almost like a garden table uh-huh. so that blood could like drain onto the floor uh he had like meat hooks hanging everywhere and like a cage for like his quote-unquote like victims or whatever so he ended up making this room he's setting the scene he's setting the scene online armin went by frankie Remember Frankie, the uh, little brother? Oh my God. Um, online for these websites. Two months after his mom died, he started posting advertisements under the name Frankie for someone who wanted to be eaten. He was like, I would like someone who wants to be cannibalized. He would advertise that he wanted a healthy male between the ages of 18 to 30 and was willing to be killed and then eaten. What the fuck? He was very insistent that he wanted a volunteer. He didn't want someone that wasn't willing. So he had about 80 posts like this throughout these, like, forums that he found. Yeah. And over 240 people answered this ad. What the fuck? Yeah, like, he had so many emails of people like, yeah, I want you to eat meat, meat my horny flesh and stuff like that. That term was used at some point. Oh my god! He <laughs> he would end up sending these people, like, pictures of his slaughter room. Like, like hey, like... I guess to like set the scene. See how serious they yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, so he would go back and forth with his people and like send them pictures and tell them like a play by play of what would happen. And most of the people would be like, uh, never mind. Or would just stop responding. One man did go as far as to like go to his house. Like he showed up at his house and he came in. Armin would like take, would take him down to the slaughter room and was giving him the play by play of what was going to happen on all this sort of stuff. And he had him lay down on the table as he was like getting stuff ready. The guy was like, actually, never mind. I do not want to do this. Armin let him go. The guy got up, he got dressed, and he left Armin's house. Oh my god. Like, Armin wanted someone who was willing. He was not, he was not gonna kill someone. He was not gonna eat them unless they were go were consenting. So, after that, I he- wish y'all could see my face right now. Just jaw drop. <laughs> I told you it was wild. So after that, he ended up making a paper mache person. Armin's real crafty. He, you, we were talking about crafts earlier. Yeah. Armin, hella crafty bitch. So paper mache <laughs> to the to the nines. Yes. So he makes a paper mache person and like paints them and makes them look like a like a person, I guess, in the grainy photos of the 1990s. Yeah. And he pretends to, you know, have him hacked up and takes pictures of it. And he also gets, like, an old mannequin, like, a clothes mannequin that was being thrown out. And he takes that and he paints that and makes it look like a person. He must, he could have gone into art. He could have gone into, like, um, FX. Yeah, yeah, special effects. He would have been a great special effects person. So he ends up 
doing that, pretending that he killed and is eating this person and was posting those on the forums and the people are still going crazy because they're like, oh my God, you are such a cool cannibal. All that sort of stuff. You know how like people do today just for serial killers. Yeah. This is where we meet 34-year-old Brandes. That's his last name. Mm -hmm. In March 2001, Brandes sends a message to Armin about his advertisement. So, little thing you need to know about Brandes. Brandes was a software software developer for a company. Uh He was respected for his work on telecommunication systems. Mm -hmm. He was athletic, organized. He was well put together. He was overall liked by most people. He had a poor relationship with his mom. uh, Not in the same way that Armin did, but they did. He did tend to have a rocky relationship with his mom. Yeah. Around 12 years old, Brandes' mom died in a car accident. His dad ended up like alluding to him that it had been suicide. Oh, shit. But Brandes ended up blaming himself. I think it's because their relationship was so rocky. Oh. Later in life, Brandes would come out as bisexual and he would admit this to his wife. He'd be like, hey, I think I might also like men and maybe want to explore that a little bit mm. and she at first was like okay that's fine and then it put a lot of strain on the relationship and they ended up separating oh he ended up living with a man who he was seeing and he ended up dating two other women so he was sort of like like hey okay i think i am a little i, I am bisexual not a little bisexual you can't be you know i think i like both yeah he does end up seeing a male sex worker pretty regularly like later on who claims that Brandes kept demanding sort of violent sex um, and it had been escalating as that he had been his client. Oh. The sex worker knew that Brandes wasn't happy in his life. I guess from like, you know, you're doing this sort of intimate thing with somebody and you were going to get to know a little bit about them. So he was like, he's not really happy with his life and where he is in life and had sort of become addicted to sex. Oh. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, he was doing well. Like, people, for the most part, people liked him. People yeah. thought he was doing a good job. He was succeeding in his job. Brandes would often ask the sex worker. <sighs> Brandes had a. He's He had a weird thing around his penis. How so? He kept asking the sex worker to remove his own penis. Stop. Not, not the sex worker. He didn't want the sex worker to remove his penis. He, Brandes wanted the sex worker to remove brand. Yeah, remove yeah I know. That's penis. why I'm saying what the fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he would ask him to do it in like a number of different ways. He's like, use a knife or like bite it off. He was also like, you could eat it. What? No! So like, no! This, yeah. So... That, that, he, he had a fascination with the removal of the penis. So he wanted that thing munched off. Yeah, he was like, chew a little bit on my dick. No! He said, I like teeth, but I want you to go a little harder. A little harder than you probably should. I want to, I want to cry. I want to yeah. feel it. So Brandes is also this complex character. He was also very active on the Cannibal Cafe website. Of course. Just like Armin. So he ends up contacting Armin. Oh, God. They emailed back and forth for about a month where Brandes repeatedly gave consent for Armin to uh, eat him, essentially, to kill and eat him. Oh, my God. Armin ends up telling Brandes exactly what he's going to do and, like, what will happen, you know, give the play-by-play like he always does. And then Brandes also starts chiming in and being like, oh, well, you could do this thing or I want you to do this thing. And he would, like, tell Armin what he wanted to happen with his body. Like, he wanted his skull to be used as an ashtray he wanted them to share his penis 
essentially. Like, he wanted Armin to cut his penis off, cook it, and then them both eat it together. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the fuck? He was like... I want you to saute it in some garlic, put a little bit of the... <laughs> A little salt, a little, little pepper. Some salt, pepper, put some oregano on there. <laughs> do What condiments do they use in Germany? I I don't know. I don't know, but whatever condiments that they use in German food, he's like, that's what I want you to yeah, put on my dick. That's what I want to eat. Um, And Armin was like really on board with this. He specifically was like, I didn't want anyone, any of my volunteers, anyone that volunteered, I want to respect their wishes on what happens with their body. So he's like, re- he wanted to make sure that whatever Armin was asking to happen to him would happen. So a respectful cannibal. Yeah. That's so fucking weird. Oh my God. He's like listening. He's like, okay, I'm going to do the things that uh, he wants to do. And then Brandes began getting everything in order. He ended up making a will and ends up leaving everything to the person that he was seeing at the time. He ended up selling his car and then bought a train ticket to go see Armin where he lived in Germany. They both lived in Germany, but Armin li- lived more like central Germany. Yeah. March 9th, two- 2001. Oh my God. Brandes took a personal day off of work, boarded a train to go meet Armin. They make it to the train station where he meets up and Armin takes Brandes back to his house. They do have sex. <laughs> they they do the sexual relations. Armin ends up giving Brandon a bunch of sleeping meds and like alcohol, but he didn't like sneak it into anything. He was just like, hey, you want to take these? And Brandon's like, sure. And Armin was saying like he wanted to make sure that he could lessen the, any pain that Brandon yeah, would he's feel. he's to cut his dick off. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to give you these things so that you're not in pain or at least have less pain. And Brandon's was like, okay. And so he ate them and drank the alcohol. I mean, I guess you shouldn't mix drugs with alcohol. No. What? Well, I don't know if you'd want the person you're going to eat to have just taken that. I wonder if that would affect... Maybe it it doesn't take... Well, it wouldn't have been digested by then. Anyway, we're going to keep going. (laughs) Brandis takes the medication willingly and the alcohol. And Armin ends up telling Brandes that he wants to film the whole thing and, like, take pictures. And Brandes is like, all right, that's cool. You do you, boo, I guess. What kind of (laughs) snuff porn... What the fuck? Cannibal porn? I mean, it did... So, I did find somewhere that he... That Armin did have, like, some pretty violent porn on his computer in the first place. So, I guess, like, filming this would not be... It'd probably be pretty tame for him. Oh, my God. So, Armin ends up setting everything up. And Brandes lays down on the table in the little slaughter room. And Armin ends up, like, just... Slicing Brandes's penis off. No! Just, <laughs> Armin said that Brandes screamed for like a few seconds, and it was awful. It was like this loud, high pitch. Like, yeah, of course, you know, because an appendage his... is getting chopped off. Yep. He also said that the penis like spurted blood like a fountain. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> was it hard? There's an artery there. I don't know. They had had sex. I imagine that. That Brandes was a little turned on by this, probably. So then it probably was spurting out because the penis, <laughs> when an erect penis is, the muscle is filled, or the tissue is filled mm-hmm. with blood. That's what gets it to stand up. I, so that's why it's spurting out. I am curious as to if, if, okay, if he's a grower or a shower. Because oh. I feel like if he's a grower, you gotta like, if you're not hard, you'd have to like pull the penis oh, out. Oh yeah, because like you don't turtle. want any of that, any slag on it or yeah. something. Like you don't She's want any like, jagged edges. You want it to be. Whoop. Want to get the whole thing? <laughs> oh my god! So he cuts his dick off. 
And then he ends up... Uh, I don't have a penis, but I felt that. <laughs> I don't have one, but I felt that. Like, if I had an imaginary dick... You felt it get chopped off? No! <laughs> so, Armin flambes. Flambes? Flambes. He cooks it. He cooks it. He, like, puts them in a pan. He puts some spices on it. And, you know, maybe adds a little sauce and puts it on a plate. And they sit down. They're both, like, real excited. They're like, I'm gonna, we're about to eat a penis. And specifically one of their penises. And then they were both really disappointed. Yeah. Because apparently it was really, like, rubbery and tough. It was, like, it was spongy. too tough to eat. It uh-huh. just wasn't good. He's like, maybe we should have boiled this in some sauce. <laughs> some sauce. Maybe we should have made a wiener. <laughs> made a hot dog so they were so he is just so they're just so disappointed like this isn't what did they think it would taste like I don't, did they ever eat like know. the penis off of an animal before just for like reference to know would it taste the same i don't know i have no idea i don't i don't search the internet for this and i don't want to because what if i start getting ads for cannibalism or animal penises i mean i don't think you're gonna get ads for cannibalism Especially because these websites now have been, like, taken down. You can use a Wayback Machine to find them, but they don't exist anymore. (laughs) Anyway, so at this point, Armin, not Armin, Brandes is bleeding out. He's making a whole fucking mess. And Armin's like, hey, you're messing up my house. Can I put you in the bathtub? And so he's like, yeah, that's fair. Armin puts Brandes in the bathtub so it's easier cleanup. You know, it drains. You can just take the shower and, like, rinse it off. So he hangs out in the bathtub and then Armin's like, I'm going to wait while you bleed out to die. Um, so I'm going to wait for you to die and I'm going to go read a Star Trek book. What? Straight up. He goes and reads a Star Trek book. While this man what? is bleeding out. He waits for Brandis to read it. I'm really like, you should at least put some TV on for this man. He's just still lay in the bathtub. You fucked him. You cut off his dick. <laughs> you cooked his dick. You ate his dick. He's dying after you're like, so you're bleeding on my nice, like ancient hardwood floors. Uh Can I move you to the bathtub? I'm actually going to go read because this isn't doing it for me. That's like the equivalent of just scrolling on TikTok. Like you're just scrolling on TikTok while someone's dying in your bathtub. To be fair, Brenda's consented to all of this. That's awful. Like during the video, like there's video footage where he is consenting to everything that is happening. He's like, yeah, okay. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's even fucking... I would at least want someone to be with me while I'm bleeding out and dying. Right. So... Not like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna just... At least read it with him. In yeah. The bathroom read it to him. him. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in and checks every once in a while and just like, hey, you still alive? And he's like, yeah, I'm still alive. And then he'll like leave and he tries to do it again. So eventually after a while, he's like, bro, you are taking way too long to die sorry he's taking it too long to die he's bleeding from his where his dick was can i just i'm just gonna cut your throat and just make the process go faster and so that's what happened he just like sliced branches his throat so that he would die and then he did die that he did die a lot faster doing that i imagine it didn't take long for him to bleed out from that because he was already bleeding out a lot from his penis it's a whole thing Oh my god. So at this point, Brand Brandas. Armin is able to take Brandas's body out of the tub and essentially like carve up his body. And he ends up like carving up a bunch and like putting them in tubware, putting some in his freezer for like storage and like almost like a deer. 
Like you save a bunch of it for for later. Yeah, you're just packaging a deer. Yeah, you're, you're processing a deer, it. but instead he's processing his now deceased lover. Yeah, essentially. Love thought. He then got a piece of his back, the guy's back, Randos's back, and cooked it. And he ends up making princess potatoes and sprouts with it. He also what the fuck are princess it. potatoes? They're like just little tiny potato things. Oh, just little potatoes. Yeah, I think so. I didn't exactly look it up, but I think I know what it is. Okay. So we'll we can put a p- picture on the Instagram. Yeah, princess potatoes. <laughs> Be careful, guys. He also pairs it with a South African red wine. Oh wow! He sets out his finest like china and sets the table with like candles and stuff like and he said he did this because he wanted to like respect brandes and was like this is important this is an important thing that has happened and so he set it up all fancy and he said that like eating it to begin with was like a strange sensation because it's like the first time he's ever had people he said it tasted a lot like pork he did record the whole thing on his camcorder and took a bunch of photos of the whole process he would end up over the next few months, like six to eight months, he would essentially use Brandes as a food supply, like a protein supply. Like he would have some with breakfast, with his eggs and whatever else you eat for breakfast. And then he'd have some on a sandwich for lunch and maybe a little bit in spaghetti and a little bit just for funsies. Like he, he turned some into like nuggets or whatever. Like he would, he would eat it through through these six to eight months yeah so he ate him like a deer yeah essentially he did exactly that he said every time he ate brandes he felt like he was getting closer to him and he ended up saying like he really hated that he had to kill brandes and he killed him but in doing so he felt like it had given him a soulmate yeah (laughs) what so like it was this weird almost metaphysical process that he experienced erotic yeah this cannibal's erotic dream uh, uh yes it's one big wet dream for a cannibal yeah so about eight months later armin starts to run out of brandes essentially and ends up needing another volunteer because so, he's running out of meat he's like i i would like another person to continue you can't supply. just go get some beef <laughs> apparently not so he puts out another advertisement on these websites oh my god and when he did that, someone else, this Austrian student, was scrolling through the internet of the ye old timey web and was like, hmm, let me look at these things, blah, blah, blah. And he ends up finding the photos that Armin has posted and the advertisements that he's posted and is like, I think he's actually eaten somebody. And so this student ends up alerting the police and is like, I think this guy is eating people. I think he's killed somebody. And the police hopped right on that, I guess. They were like, oh, all right, well. Well, that was fast. Uh, yeah. And so the police, on December 10th, 2002, the police go to Armin's house and they're like looking around and they're like, it's wild because they don't see anything. Like they're just looking around the house and like, I don't see nothing because they didn't make it to the slaughter room. But they end up going to the kitchen and like end up going through the fridge and apparently under some pizza boxes, they end up finding 50 pounds of meat. And- like frozen pizza? Yeah. Like underneath the boxes. They are like, Armin, what is this? And Armin's like, oh, that's wild pig meat. And the police are like, um, Armin, is this human meat? And Armin said, yeah, that's human <laughs> meat. <laughs> yeah, you guys got He's me. Like, yeah, that's people. That's a person. That's a, that's a man. Yeah. So Armin was then arrested yeah. as... 
you know, one should be. Yeah. And, at, like, after he was like, ah, that's just, that's not actually Wild Pygmy, that's a person, he openly admitted to everything that he had done. Like, he openly admitted to killing Brandes and eating him. He led them to where the photos are, and he gave them the the tapes, the, the recordings that he had took. He gave them everything, and he was honest about everything through the rest of, like, through their whole investigation. He ends up volunteering all of the evidence and showing them everything, and, like, it... I feel like from their point of view, it was like, this was easy, I guess. This was easy crime, guys. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. We didn't even have to, we, there wasn't a struggle. He told us everything. <laughs> he said, okay. And he went willingly to jail. Oh my God. So in 2004, the trial happens. The defense. 2004? Yeah, 2004. But it, they caught him in 20, in 2002. Yes. I almost said 2022. 2002. Yes. Uh, so he stayed in jail for two years before the trial. The, all legal systems take forever. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, fuckingly, even with all the fucking evidence, <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet that lawyer was having a fun time. Yeah. Like, how do I? The defense argued that cannibalism technically wasn't illegal in Germany, Germany at the time. What do you mean? So it's not like cannibalism is not illegal in germany or it wasn't at the time i don't know if it but is he now. still killed a person he did kill a person but with the videotapes and the emails brandes agreed he, he consented. continually uh, consented so if anything they argued that it was assisted suicide he he like it's not murder he didn't murder him unwillingly he essentially did assisted suicide which the max sentence for that is five years. So the court was shown a two-hour highlights version of the video footage from the camcorder. So they had to watch this? Yes. I ca- they had to fuck some people up for life. Which is where they saw, like, he was consenting and stuff like that. But also, like, all the shit that he he cut, he killed, a, he chopped off a guy's penis. And there's video footage of him cutting off his dick? Yes. I don't know if you can find it. I don't want to find it. But the fact that these human, that these people that were just, I don't know how jury duty works over there, but like (laughs) you just get a letter in the mail. You have to serve jury duty. And you're just thinking, oh, maybe it's going to be like a drive-by or something. I don't know what crimes are frequently committed (laughs) in the early 2000s of Germany, but you're just... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have to watch a cannibal, a cannibal porno? Yeah. What? Essentially. They better have paid for everyone's therapy after that. There were also 38 witnesses, one of which was the sex worker that are, that Brandes frequented. The prosecution wanted to convict him for murder, for sexual satisfaction and the disturbance of the disturbing the peace of the dead so to get around the whole thing around the it's not murder they're like okay well this is what we're gonna get him for necro it was necrophilia do you think that was considered a crime he didn't have sex with his dead body oh jk never mind they had sex beforehand when he was alive and then he killed them killed him and at least he wasn't a necrophilia yeah that's true at least he didn't at least he had consent through all this but also that's fucking disgusting well i imagine he also like one i don't think he's a necrophile so he didn't want to have sex with a dead body but also brandas didn't say yes you can have sex with my dead body and he's like really about consent i'm so So... i have a lot of feelings right now because (laughs) while i'm like this is really gross but also he did consent through the whole thing but i feel like at that point when you're bleeding out 
your state of mind isn't all there. Yeah, but he had consented before. No, I, yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> clearly there was a lot of things wrong with yes. this man oh, yes. to say, oh, yeah, just because they gave consent. <laughs> they ended up convicting him for yeah. those two things. Uh-huh. And on January 30th, 2004, he uh-huh. was sentenced to five and a half, five and a half, eight and a half years in prison. And this made so many people upset. Yeah. They were like, what do you mean? He just eight and a half? Eight and a half years. That that's all that he ate a person. So the prosecutors appealed and they were able to retrial in the retrial. They argued that Brandes was not in the right state of mind, which I mean, could be a thing, especially if he was like really depressed and was like having these issues um, in his private life where he was, you know, sort of had a sex addiction and he very was violent with re- sex workers. Yeah. Very, a little violent and very, a little, he was very violent with a sex worker and he was uh, really depressed and like sort of like down about his life. Yeah. But he did have this weird, I have many, I have conflicting feelings about it, but they ended up re- retrying him. Yeah. They ended up convicting him. Yes. Um, and then sentencing him to life in prison okay. on March 10th, 2006. So there was a retrial and then he ended up getting life in prison instead of eight and a half years. Do you know that's wild? That was 18 years ago. That was it. He's still alive. Armin is, as far as I understand, Armin is still alive. He is now a vegetarian. Wow. He's still in prison. He has said that what he did was wrong and that he shouldn't have done it. He also is like, I had a fantasy and I fulfilled it. That's, you know, that's what happened. But he was also like, don't kill people. (laughs) Armin's a, don't, don't kill a person. So the house that he... Um, I pictures of the house. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, oh I, don't. I actually might. I meant to look it up. I mean, if he's from, if he was born in the 60s, he's still alive. He should be. I think he is. Oh, is that him? Yeah, yeah he's, he's 62. Alive. He's 62 years old. Okay. He's so, got cannibal eyes. He does, because he's a cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's 62. He, so the house that he lived in, and I love this little update, it burned down. And people don't know if it's arson or if it, was like an accident uh-huh because a lot of people kept frequenting the house like as a they're like a pilgrimage or like a like a, i'm gonna go see this cannibal's house or whatever because you know it's a huge mansion and there's this wild story that came out of it so you know i would go see it if it same. was here i'd be like i'm gonna no, go same. See, and see it you mean so. harley would go be like let's go see, let's go <laughs> i want to see this cannibal's house yeah this you know people are sick in the head like we are yeah definitely but it burned down and the police were saying like they were hoping that since it had burned down, this would sort of stop people no. from coming to that location. And no, it would not. Like, you need to remove every evidence. And still, people would be like, this is the spot. No, like, I mean, fucking the most haunted places in the United States, people still fucking go there. Even yeah. Even if you can't see the shit. I went to St. Augustine when I was 15. And they said that the entire town, it's the oldest city in the United States. Like, the Spaniards came there, uh, went there. Mm-hmm. And... Most of that town is a mass graveyard because the Spanish flu. Yeah. So, like, even if they have... So, like, that's not fucking stopping people just because, like, the original shit isn't there anymore. Mm. It's not going to fucking stop people. I'm still going to look. Yeah, exactly. I... If I were in Germany, I'd want to go see that fucking house (laughs) and see the fucking ruins because we have a true crime podcast. (laughs) Like, I want to know. That place has to be fucking haunted. No, for one day. One day. We should take a trip somewhere. (laughs) And we should do a podcast in In the location. Yes. 
Apparently, there is a haunted Civil War hospital, I think in Savannah or something, that Harley told me about. And I was like, I would definitely go, and I would spend the night, and I would troll some ghosts. You know, we're trying to have our wedding in Savannah. I know. I'm so tempted for us to have, like, an extra day and me just be like, I know this is about our wedding, but what if we also, me and Nani and everybody went to go do a podcast? No, that would let's, be so much fun. Let's work a little bit, but like for fun. If I if I don't come out of there hearing some clang clanging <laughs> and see, hear some racist shit under someone's breath, I would be so disappointed. Sweet. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't get a racist ghost telling me to go back to where I came from or whatever the fuck they said in the Civil War. <laughs> what? I'd be so disappointed. Yeah. Well, that was this episode. Um, that was... The end of our meme insane that was a roller coaster the fact that it was consensual is even more wild to me yeah i i have so many mixed emotions about it because like he did get consent yeah that's why i'm like i feel like if i don't know i feel like if you have consent and you kill a person and there was video evidence of him consenting which is even worse because Anyone can say, well, they consented. Yeah. But if there's video evidence. Yeah. And emails and stuff. Yeah. Like there's someone and he didn't even try and lie about it. He was like, yeah, here's what happened. I'm like. Yeah. He was very cooperative. Yeah. It's not like he tried to fucking fight it like everyone else. All the other fucking cannibals we've (laughs) talked about so far. But that's just so. Yeah. It's still really gross. And also the fact that they were so disappointed. I think the funniest part was that they were disappointed that his dick was was bad yeah yeah i mean well now everybody knows don't eat a penis don't eat a penis it's it's gross yeah that's very very tough i i wouldn't know because i've never tried to eat a penis (laughs) that's gross my fucking teeth go down on accident and i'm just like oh i don't like that texture see when i used to date men mine would go down on purpose I feel like, mm. and then I stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, <teeth>. Yummy. <laughs> just a little teeth. <laughs> just flash teeth a little bit and people ask you to leave. It's nice. You know, if I ever do have sex with someone again, and that, I feel like that's going to be so- a thought in my mind. I'm just going to, my fucked up brain, I'm just like, what if I teeth eat, eat the penis? What if I just, what if I just bite a little bit? Just a little bit. Oh, man. Just a teeny tiny bit. Maybe that'll make people stay away from me because they're like oh that bitch might bite my dick off I'm like yes <laughs> yeah beware oh man well i hope y'all enjoyed this episode i feel like it was much lighter than the other episodes that i've done recently the other cannibal episodes nice. yeah the can yeah this this episode and last week's episode have been it's nice it's a nice reprieve it is a nice dark shit. like yeah this is someone died and it was very graphic <laughs> The internet in the 90s and the early 2000s was fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. wild. Be careful what you see online. Be careful what you post online. See, when you were talking about the forums, I don't know if you've ever watched the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but yeah. when, remember Caleb the Cannibal? No. The coward? Okay, so the main character, Jake, he was wrongfully put in jail. And so his one friend was a cannibal. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, and so then... He eventually gets out of prison mm-hmm. um, and he goes later down the line. He has, um, he talks to, he talks to Caleb, the cannibal, who's still in, obviously still in jail. And he yep. asks him and he's like, oh yeah, like 
if be careful, have some ad blockers on if you go and search this because then you'll have ads for cannibals popping up. And he's like, oh yeah, on Reddit, talking <laughs> about like, oh, just be careful because something might pop up. And I was just thinking, that's why I brought that up. I was like, I don't want to search for this because what if I start getting shit for cannibalism? <laughs> I guarantee you won't get anything for cannibalism. Unless it's like our podcast in which then... Then click yeah. on that. Listen to it. Yeah, listen to this. If something about cannibalism pops up, but it's this podcast, please listen to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah we have yeah. a lot of fun on here, even though sometimes it's a little... It's a little graphic. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, at least Brandes got to get his rocks off before he lost it, before he told him to chop his dick off. That's true. He got one more good one. He did get one more good one. I mean, that's yeah. still... Damn. And now he's, and now Armin is a vegetarian, which is fucking weird. Probably because he doesn't want meat now, because it's not human meat. <laughs> it's not human. I wonder if that's what it is. That's like, honestly, that's probably what it is. Well, you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Find us on Instagram. It's how do we get here productions, but only with the first letters. Um, It's H. It starts with H. H. You can- how did we? H D W. Yes. G- how did we get H? here production yeah it's that yeah i can visualize it but i can't verbalize it It, well if you go on our patreon um it's where you can get updates on this podcast and other podcasts that's run by how do we get here productions they're a lot of fun this is a lot of fun so you can find us on spotify and uh apple podcast and other platforms please rate us and give us some five stars you can Say whatever you want about us, but at least give us five stars, please. You got something funky and you got something weird in your hair. Probably. Is it cat hair? No, I don't know what this is. Oh, it probably scat part of the cat scratcher. Oh, love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Nani will tell us a fun story next time. I, I need to prepare now. I don't know what I'm going to talk about <laughs> next week. Oh, wait, no. I do know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about the the Waco, Texas cult. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's what I so that's what you have something to look forward to next week. Yeah. Is a cult. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another true crime podcast with your hosts, Nani and Nova. Directed and produced by the How Did We Get Here Productions team. Our music is Ghost by Tim Beak at Timbeak.com. And a special thanks to our listeners for all your love and support. <laughs>